Hello and welcome back to the Stuck In Between podcast. My name is Romy. And I'm Sandan. Thanks so much for joining us. In this episode, we chat with South Asian Aussie LGBTIQ plus representative and makeup artist Gautam Jaya. Gautam shares his journey coming out and how he strives to break the mould of what it means to be Hindu and what it means to be queer. Gautam comes from a generation that embraces people of all ways of seeing and being and his energy and attitude is an inspiration for not only the queer community, but for all of us. We enjoyed recording this episode so much and we hope you enjoy learning about his story and his journey as well. Now let's get into it. Thanks so much Gautam for joining us today and sharing a bit of your story. Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> it's going to be my first podcast as well, so it's exciting. I'm very excited. Like, it's our honour to, to have you on for your first podcast. I know. I was, like, listening to all your podcasts. I'm just oh. like, it's going to be so much fun. Thank you for having oh, me. Oh, thank, thank you so you. much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Gautam, for the benefit of our listeners, could you tell us a bit about your background? So, I'm 20 years old. Um, I'm from the Western Suburbs. I'm doing a Bachelor's Architecture at the moment. I'm in my um, third year and um, creative-wise, I'm a musician as well. So, my mum's a Carnatic flute teacher, so I take after her as well with classes and stuff. But I'm a makeup artist. I paint as well in the side and I do photography. So... Yeah, just like a few little, few little creative outlets that I have. That's dope. We'll come back to a few of those in yeah, a definitely. bit. Um, but as someone who's now open about their experiences, um, when did you recognize that you were a part of the LGBTQI plus community? I guess um, it comes with a young age. I find that like some people say that like oh like it's something that you develop over time or like who you're around your surroundings and what you get up to but found that like it's just your own spiritual learning about yourself and like how you go about whether it's like you're a part of the LGBTIQ community or not just finding that like space where you're comfortable with yourself and everything but um I guess it was around maybe around 16 yeah around 16 in high school um it just you just feel different when you're around your surroundings like with my friends and stuff I guess like I was a lot more comfortable around girls because like I've just like went to them for like anything rather than going to the boys and like found that like the girls are a lot more comforting and like I could talk to them about anything and um I guess yeah it was like during high school you have like your sex education in PE and stuff so like that's when I guess it came out to me I was just like learning about sexual orientations and at that time like you didn't have your non-binary and all of that but you just had your basics all that your high school teachers just went off so like learning about that and then doing my own research I guess like I would go home and I just like look into it looking at the LGBTIQ as a broad community and like what is it to be involved and like how you feel and stuff and then reading about like other people's like experiences online even just like watching YouTube videos I found like people were explaining it and like it was nice to like kind of watch and feel like you had a sense of connection to it but like you weren't even at that time like I wasn't so certain about like what it could have been or what it was but um yeah, it was like it grew over years, I guess, for sure. So when you identify that, was there any part of you that kind of denied what was going on? 100%. Um, I found that I was in denial for maybe a good two to three years. When I like got into my last year of high school, I guess, was when I kind of came to realise that I had to like stop being in denial and actually face it because 
at that time, like, my mental health was off as well. So, like, I tried to just put it aside, be like, you know what, studies is important, you need that ATA, you need this, you need that, like, what your parents feed you, essentially. Like, in our words, we say, like, like, you need to always focus on studying, you, that's all that matters. And having, like, the creative outlets of going to, like, music class and, like, doing art and stuff definitely kind of helped, but it helped me get distracted from the reality of what I needed to face at that time so like I guess you know as a teenager you're already going through like so many changes in yourself and and you're yeah you're questioning so many things and like school and what to do next and obviously this was I guess another huge layer on top for you how did it affect your identity did you feel like you fit in at school um and your like sense of belonging around that in school, I guess, like, it wasn't too bad because um, most of my friends were all Australian or, like, because of that, it was a lot more easier to kind of feel comforted in that sense because they're exposed to it. Like, it's not a taboo topic compared to our South Asian culture. So for them, not even coming out, but, like, some of them already knew from when they met me. So they just, like, kept it to themselves. And then I found that I was comfortable around Australians rather than our own cultured people so like I started losing like a connection to like Hinduism like our culture and stuff so like at that time I definitely did go through that point of where like I lost that side of me but I just kind of went with what my friends were doing and even then like I would just put it to the back of my head because my friends were already they knew but they just didn't act like they knew so they just went with it and like it didn't really seem like a big deal until I took myself to a point where I just sat down and I was like, you have to deal with it because like in the, it would be in the back of my head, but like with friends, you don't think about it. But like when you go home, when you're alone, it's still there, like you have to deal with it. But like it was the outlet that I had with friends even that like they didn't have the necessary to be like, are you gay or like, are you bi or like what's with you? Like, is there something that you want to talk about or is it something like, still working on like they never said that because they were already people who felt comfortable to just go with kind of more accepting of it yeah Yeah, regardless without directly saying that for you as a person just like they they liked you as a person regardless of you know how what you identified as which is what it should be for everyone definitely yeah in those sense like i found that like a lot of people did kind of help with that Mm. growth as well like being able to like feel comfortable to tell people so Within two years of just, like, being in denial, like, I came to terms with myself. And then, um, yeah, I told my two childhood best friends first. And then um, they're both um, South Asian. So they instantly were like, look, it is what it is, as well as, like, we love you no matter what. And then slowly by slowly, one by one, went into high school. They they I wouldn't even be, like, we wouldn't even, like, pull them aside. I'll just sit there and be like, hey, like, I think I should tell you. And then they were like... Like, they would just make it a big deal, but they know that it's, like, <laughs> I'm going to be, like, coming out to them. And they're, like, oh, my God, everyone shut up. Just, like, <laughs> leave, like just like let's have a moment, everyone. Aww. But, like, it would be, like, three or four girls at once. And then, like, some people would just, like, cry on the spot. They'll be, like, oh, this is so, like, it's good to see you grow and, like, accept it and stuff. But um, by the end of, like, formal, everyone knew. And, like, everyone was accepting of it. Everyone was, like oh, like, this, like, past few years, like, how quick it's gone. They're, like, you've grown so much. They're, like, even now, like, I'll see, I'll still, like, see people just, like, in the shops or, like, stuff. And then they'll be, like, how much have you grown since high school? Like, they're, like, 
proud to see how I guess like comfortable and confident I am with myself to be able to like bring it up and just show that it's okay to be like to be gay even or like even a part of like the South Asian community because like it's very it's a taboo topic but um they always say that like it's so good to see that like you're so like involved with your culture and religion but also show that it's okay for this because like they didn't even know like being Australians they'll be like it's so different to see it from your side or your perspective but like they're learning themselves yeah Yeah. so so wonderful that you had a good support network around you definitely yeah so generally speaking when you told your friends in school they were quite accepting Um, but what about when you came out to your family how did you build up the courage to have that conversation and what kind of reaction were you anticipating I guess, like, with my family, I'm the closest with my mum. So, like, I definitely found a lot more comfort in her to, like, go up to her and tell her. But, like, in that sense, again, I was still, like, very, like, should I tell them? When should I tell them? Like, am I comfortable with telling them? Because there is that, like, cultural barrier for us. Like, I found that, like, it's easier to go and tell, like, my friend's parents. They were like, oh, like, that's so cute. Like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah and stuff. So, like, it definitely helped feel comfortable. But... When it came to, like, South Asian people, like, especially with my parents, um, it was a lot more different because, like, the reaction that I got and I had in my head were two different. Oh, really? Yeah, so, like, when I told my parents, it was a very, it was a topic that we had to sit down and talk about. And um, it was just, they were just like, it's not you. They were in complete denial. Like, they went through a stage, like, how I did. Like, they were in denial. They were like, no, it's not. Like, again, they would yeah. just bring that again like that's the one like line that I got during like high school when I tried to like have that conversation they were just worry about your studies we can worry about that later we'll talk about it later and like during that time like it kind of pushed me down I was like okay maybe they're right like maybe I should just worry about that later but like I've already told like my friends like everyone knew so it was just like just let it go just deal with it later so after that initial conversation that I had, I was like, this is how I'm feeling. Like, it pretty much, like, I just said how I'm feeling. I didn't even say it myself to them. So I just, like, left it. And then I guess, like, two years passed. And, like, I went into uni. I was a lot more, like, mature by then. Like, I was, as soon as I got into uni, I matured up so quickly. So I sat down and I was like, look, like, you can't stop me. Like, mm-hmm. I, by then, also had, like, a, like a big changeover with my culture as well and, like, mm-hmm. what I believed in in Hinduism and mm-hmm. homosexuality and, like, seeing the crossovers and, like, not even just going into that side but just, like, finding myself and, like, being able to have that spiritual connection to Hinduism on my own. Like, it's something that I will never be able to write on paper or, like, tell in person because, like, it's a connection that you can't, it's just speech. Yeah, like, you can't describe it. You can't it. describe it, yeah. Mm. So, like, I just told my parents, I was like, I have, like, this, I have a connection with our religion and everything, and it, if it wasn't meant to happen, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I, like, I have a big respect for, like, what I, like, believe in and stuff. So my parents kind of saw how much, like, time and effort I was putting into, like, learning about Hinduism and, like, practicing stuff. But... They also, like, saw that this is a side of me that they had to accept. So, yeah, I was, like, I guess, like, since then, like, they've felt comfortable to, like, just let me be and do what I want because they know that, like, at the end of the day, like, I'm still going to be a Hindu person and, like, I'm never going to let that go because, like, that's just a part of me now. Yeah. 
So when you first told your parents and they were in denial about everything, were you asked not to share this information with the wider community? Like, did they tell you not to tell other Sri Lankan people or South Asian people because they were worried about the backlash? Yeah, what will other people think? Yeah. They did. Like, it was, of course, like that whole, like, they were just like, whatever it is, it is. Just leave it aside. Just worry about your studies. Talk to your brother for advice. Talk to your older cousins for advice. But they were like, don't go to, like, people that you know that will talk, blah, 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 and mm. stuff. And I meant, that's with anything. There's always those topics that you can't just talk to other people about. But, like... It didn't really stop me as well. Like, I, like, definitely, like, found that I had to, like, keep talking to South Asian people because, like, it showed whether other people were, like, okay with it or not to before even, like, when I was not in denial and, like, I accepted it, I still, like, wanted validation from other people to be, like, is it okay? Like, what do you yeah, think? From before, your own community as well. Yeah, and, like, by this point, I wouldn't even come out to them or be, like, telling them this is me, but I'd be, like, hey, like, what do you think? Or, like, yeah. this person or, like, that person's like this and, like, be, like, have you got any thoughts on it? And, like, a lot of people gave me, like, positive feedback. Like, to hear that people were okay with it was definitely, like, something that I kind of pushed off as well. Like, it showed that, like, it was okay. So I was, like... Maybe this is just, like, one of those aspects where you just got to go through your own spiritual journey and, like, you can ask people for advice. You can, like, ask people be like, is it okay? Like, what do you think? But at the end of the day, it is your life. And you have to be able to be comfortable with yourself to show, like, your own confident side and be able to show your story. Because you never know what could happen down the path of life. Like, it's sometimes it comes to a point where it's, like, life might be like too short or too late to talk about something so I found that like at that time like it's something I need to speak up about so I started speaking up about it started telling my friends and I got the result back of people being accepting of it and it's pushed me to a point where I can now like openly talk about it that's awesome yeah. I think that message of you know being comfortable with who you are um, given that there's so many other things in life that kind of stops you from doing that. I think yeah. that's a really powerful one yeah. to hear from you. I really appreciate it because I'm sure there'll be someone listening who might be feeling that right now. So hearing it from someone who's lived through it and has that courage to, you know, be comfortable with who they are, yeah. I think it's a really yeah. positive message. And I find that, like, especially with people who have messaged me because I'm very open about my, like, sexuality and what I believe in in Hinduism. Like, I recently had, like, one of my friends come out to me. He's Hindu, and he's the same situation as me, and, like, he's a lot more younger as well. So sitting down with him and talking about my own journey and my experiences with how, like, how everything was at home, like, it helped him, and it's built him courage to go and tell his friends now. So he's opened up about it, and he's got, like, really good feedback from it, and he's, like, has a support system now. So, like... He talks to me, he's just like, I wouldn't have done this without you. Like, I don't know where I'd be without just knowing about, like, how you built a connection between Hinduism and, like, homosexuality, especially. Like, for him, like, that was the main thing. I found that, like, in our, like, South Asian culture, there's so many different topics. Like, mm. just, like, even about, like, dating a white person nowadays. Like, now it's, like, a lot more different because, like, people have been exposed to it. But, like, at that time... When I was coming out, that was a big thing. Just, like, you need to, like, find someone who's, like, Hindu, who's Sri Lankan. But, like, now it's different. Like, the focus, I guess, the focal point of it is now, like, into, like, how we can involve, like, the LGBT 
our com- community with South Asian culture and like how like they can become an ally for it and yeah. stuff because it's a big thing but like it's a long it's a long process as well but it's I found that like with older generations it's a lot more harder to get them off their own morals and values yeah. that they've kind of always been taught yeah. it's like even like with my parents like we have disagreements about it so like my parents have been like we've been taught this for this many years yeah. it's going to be hard for us to like change it just because of how you are and like how you've been brought up and I was like I'm not asking you to change it of mm-hmm. course but like you need to learn that like even though it could be your friend it could be a relative but like love is unconditional and it should be like I find that like especially when your parents are like love marriage they should especially be able to like learn to love anything because they learned like past like the whole horoscopes and everything they came through all of that themselves like to get married so like this that should be like their first kind of I guess stage of unconditional love and then now like we have to adapt to the world Mm. the world changes around Mm. us so telling them that like this is now like a focal point that you need to be able to show your unconditional love to and especially like to younger generations they are the ones who like hold back and stuff because they're not they're not comfortable with themselves yet but you need to give them that safe space at home to Mm. be able to talk about it Mm. and then if they do that then i feel like a lot of the stress on kids nowadays will just be like off their shoulders because like if you don't talk about it, it's just, like, it's going to be a topic that never comes inside the house. It's mm. something that, like, you just talk with your friends, but you need your parents' advice because they know you the best. Mm. Mm. Yeah, certainly. I know someone in the South Asian community who has faced a lot of extreme hardship because he is gay. So he's gotten hate mail. His family have gotten hate mail. They've gotten calls from anonymous numbers lecturing them on why, what... Well, who hit, who their son is is wrong or not natural or whatever. Um, I hope you haven't faced any of that, but have you have you come across any of those kind of extreme scenarios within our communities? Um, I wouldn't say that it's gone to like that extent because I found that I got a lot more hate for my makeup page. Right. So yeah, so when I first started my makeup page, I mostly posted just my photos of like me in full glam and stuff. So. When I started posting that, it was private. And when I went public, I did get a few people messaging me, be like, this is not right. Like, you're going to, like, rot in hell, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh like God. from oh God. It wouldn't even be, like, it'd just be anonymous people. So you really don't know the race behind this person. But um, I've had one instant where this person had been following one of my followers and had messaged me being like, this isn't right. You're, like, showing off this side that no one should know of. Like, South Asian culture doesn't accept this. Our religion doesn't accept this, blah, 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 went on. And um, I took a screenshot and sent it to the girl. I was like, this is one of your friends. And she told me, she's just like, that's just disgusting. She confronted him about it. So I had a talk with her, and she told me that, like, he's, like, one of, like, those conservative people. Like, his family were very conservative, so he grew up around that area. So he wasn't exposed to it when he was young. So, like, I guess, like, like some of the hate stuff that I had got were because I was a man. Like, I had a beard as well. So, like, people would see me with full glam in, like, in a beard and be like, you can't have a beard. You need to shave it off. You need to be transgender if you want to do that. And I'm like, I don't. There's no rules. You don't. Like, it's not your story to tell. You're not the person who's living behind 
like my soul or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's like when I had those type of comments, it like can like it didn't confuse me, but I was always like, is there really like no outlet for people who are in between to be able to like stand their ground and be like, this is who I am. Yeah. I'm not associated with that because like at the end of the day, a lot of people do like especially guys who are feminine, even just like South Asian guys who are femme or like just people who are not your like straight acting or like like that's what we say like we have people that are femme which are more like you know soft and like like bubbly and stuff and you have your masculine men so like that toxic masculinity in like the south asian culture itself is there like we don't have to even associate it with like lgbtiq community but that itself is a big issue but then you have it when it comes to people who are gay and bi that like we have to either like as soon as like we put that more like feminine front they're just like oh he's going to change um yes i guess to what you were just talking about it's not either this or that right it's not just religion or being homosexual that's your identity Mm. like it can be both and i think it's awesome that you've had so much confidence in yourself to really be breaking that mold Mm. of like a hi- what a Hindu person looks like versus what a homosexual person looks like. It can yeah. be both. And that's what you've really shown. And I also love that you called out that person who yeah. messaged and said to that person's friend, hey, this is your friend. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, to avoid drama or, you know, certain like awkward situations, people may not necessarily call it out. Mm. But it's so important to do that, especially when you know, you know, your friend, uh, you know, if they're putting out negativity into the world, it's always good to, to call that out yeah. as well. Yeah, and adding to what you just said, yeah. because you are breaking the mould, you have other people, like you mentioned, who are younger, yeah, coming, coming to you, to you asking yeah. about your experiences and how they can help them, which you growing up maybe didn't have. I definitely, in that sense, I didn't have anyone to like talk to, like who was a part of, or actively a part of the LGBTI community. Like the people that I went to were um, the helplines, like on that like were anonymous because found that like that was probably the best outlet for me to just like talk to someone about it and then really just like reading about it online like I wasn't able to have that conversation with someone because at that time like I wasn't sure like who was gonna turn on me and be like tell my parents or like something about that and like it definitely brought an aspect of like I was able to like talk to like other ethnic people but not our own like south asian people because like who do you know will be able to say like sit down and be like it's okay like let's talk about it because there are other issues in the world and so it was just like a very hard situation where i just had to work with it on myself and i would find myself going to the temple and just sit there and just be like for peace and like day by day like every single time i went it felt different and then at one point like i did sit down and i'd kind of read i think one whole night i just read about like homosexuality and hinduism yeah it's interesting looking at south asian attitudes towards a topic because if we look at hindu philosophy which obviously isn't the only religion from that part of the world but it's played such a massive role in shaping culture there's nothing in the scripts there's nothing in the Vedas, there's nothing in the mythology that suggests that there's anything sinful or unnatural with same-sex love or lgbtqi plus community um, in epics like the Mahabharata, there are characters like Aravan yeah. and uh, Shikandi who are trans. In mm. the Ramayana, there are characters who are lesbian. Yeah. 
Yeah. We have temples, ancient temples in India with engravings of same-sex love. Um, you know, all these tales that told without shame or without guilt. So there's this notion that this topic became more taboo and more stigmatised during colonialism mm. um, because Definitely. where the British came and brought their values at, of the time, they defined what was, in air quotes, natural or what was yeah. normal by their yeah. definition and um, kind of magnifying concepts like shame. Um, they even p- imparted like penal codes which yeah. criminalised being yeah. gay. Yeah, that's so interesting because I feel like our in South Asian communities, culture and religion is very much intertwined. intertwined. Mm. But in this case, religion is saying one thing. If you look at the roots of it and culture and how what's been normalised and what we've been brought up to believe in, especially the older generations, is completely different. Yeah. And now, like, despite this, we're in 2021 and some societies have really grown to accept, Definitely, you know, the, the yeah. community um, and those who identify as LGBTQI+. But it's definitely still taboo in, in many cultures and, and many societies. But I guess honing in on the South Asian community, why do you think that it's so tabooed? It's a taboo topic because no one really talks about it. And it's, it's one of those topics where it doesn't have much of a significance compared to other topics, like the transgender community as well as the LGBTIQ community as a total hasn't really had their, like, time to be able to voice their opinions mm. because we've been shoved down to the bottom of the list of issues that we need to face. Mm. And um, especially, like, with older generations, because of colonialism and, like, what was pushed back at that time, that when you look at it now, it's just, like, when you go to a temple, like, a lot of the temples here or, like, even, like, newer temples in, like, Sri Lanka and India they don't have those type of arts anymore because, yeah. like, it's something that, like, the fear of confrontation and, like, being able to see it and someone feeling uneasy, so they just go away from it, like... Which is taking away from the religion and what the yeah. religion is saying. Yeah. You're bringing, like, something that's man-made, yeah. essentially, mm. rather yeah. than exactly. following the books and stuff. And that was, like, definitely something that, like, when people try to have arguments with me, I'm just like, you'd never know, like, what's changed from when it started to, like, what your parents have been taught. Like, of course, there's stuff that are, that they've held strong on, but there are some stuff that they will change when they tell you as well. Yeah. And that's definitely, like, these type of stuff. So, like, people say, like, no, it's not good. Like, you can't do this, you can't do that. But then when we grow up and when we have, like, kids and stuff, we're all going to say that it's okay. Like, we'll yeah. be a lot more yeah. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it's, again, like, Chinese whispers. Like, yeah we're changing the story to like what our parents told us because we're adapting to the world and like that's what's happened like since the start of time so it's like some people just like because of like their morals and values when they they grew up older generations it's like we can't change them now it's too late so it's more of being able to find that safe space in between where you can show them that our dedication to like bringing stuff that they've brought to us as well as somehow they're combining our like what our learnings and what we want to take on. So like especially with me, I found that like my parents see how like involved I am. So it's not like I'm not giving a single attention to my culture and everything. Like I'm a big like person about where I find myself comfortable with both. Even till this day, like I'm still figuring out how and why and who like all of that. But like being able to like voice it and tell people like this is why this is what I've looked at, like, all of that, they now, like, kind of feel comfortable themselves to be like, 
we see where you're coming from but mm. like they would like kind of put this like but like how do you do this or like why do you think that is right but like isn't this what my parents said like i've had like so many comments where um i had a post like a while back on my stories where i was just like explaining like the side that i was able to show and the side that i wanted to show so like being able to be in public show like holding a man's hand whether it's that or like being in full face just like or like even just like natural glam or something and not being able to do that right now because of the fear of like aunties or like like not even that just like people knowing my parents seeing that and going and telling them so i was just like show them a side that i want to show and a side that i don't show and like at the end of the post like i had a list of stuff but i told them i was like who i identify as is this list and like one of the first two were homosexuality and hinduism and people like reply to that and be like it's nice to see that you kind of go off both and they asked like how did you find this journey like when are you going to talk about it are you going to talk about it i was like i haven't finished like i'm you're never going to finish your spiritual journey but it's like when i'm comfortable and when i'm confident to be able to talk about it i do want to talk about it seeing it on like instagram especially like it's a big outlet right now it's so many like like smaller like influences like have gone like so viral because they've come out and they've been like talking about topics that are so like taboo in our culture so it's like those type of small stuff that like it shows that it's okay and like now like i've had people like actually come to me like i might be bi or like i might be this or i might be that or like just not even like putting a label to it but like being able to like i might be different and they want to like learn about themselves yeah. so being open to search yeah. yeah being open yeah. to like just like searching yourself yeah and, like finding that confidence in like yourself because it's a journey yeah, yeah. And right. i think as a society we could question why do we think the way we do are yeah. we do we have these attitudes towards the lgbtqi plus community because it's just been ingrained and taught to us mm-hmm. have we taken the time to learn about the experience and yeah. what what it's all about to formulate our own decision or are we just feeding off what's yeah. been what society says exactly is right or wrong yeah yeah quote unquote yeah. yeah yeah and i think your point on toxic masculinity that you mentioned before i think is also one of the reasons why it's so tabooed in our community i feel like you know if a guy is a bit femme or you know potentially could be gay it's just that idea of you know the male and gender roles and the male being that Mm. breadwinner and all of that kind of gets shattered and and people don't like to break that you know norm of what should what a you know a nuclear family should look like Mm. and then there's all that pressure to have children and it's like oh but how will you if you're gay you know they don't understand there's other means of, of you know still being able to do all of that um, which, because of what society's taught us is, is normal for years, mm. people still hold on to those values. Like, straight people have to also be able to come allies for us because yeah. if you give us that, like, support system to be able to come and talk to you, then that's when we're, like, like especially for me, like, I would have wished I had that support system within this South Asian community to be able to, like, go and talk about that mm. or go and be like, hey, like, what are your thoughts like like on this and that like i couldn't do that because like i'd like i knew my answer my answer was going to be like you don't need to be worrying about that now so i guess to that what do you think the south asian community can do better to be an ally to the lgbtqi plus community with our like generations because of instagram because there's a few like south asian um lgbtiq 
um, community pages out there, being able to like just show that was accepting of like anyone a part of the community, being able to like just repost like, you know, on your story itself, like putting it on your story or even just like liking and commenting. It does a big part. Like it just shows that you're Solidarity. willing support. to like, you yeah. know, yeah, you're willing to learn itself or you know about it and you want to like be able to support and become a support system for someone. Like you never know, like one of your friends could be going through something yeah. or you're blindsided yeah. because they're scared of coming out to someone yeah. or just like even having that conversation and be like, hey, like I'm going through something. You just posting it without even realizing it just gives them that like extra push to be like, oh, they've posted about it. Like yeah. maybe I can yeah. go and talk to them. Because you know like, where their opinions stand yeah, and, and that and they like will support you. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And like that with our generation, but with older generations, I think it's, it comes down to us again. Like, we need to show that it's okay to them. Like, with me, like, a lot of, like, especially now, like, a lot of aunties and uncles know now. Like, so, like, I'm very open about it. So, like, the kids, like, my cousins, like, cousins, my, um, like, close friends will go to their parents and be like, oh, Gautam's gay. And they're, like, honestly, like, been, like, more happy about it. They've been, like, they're coming that's amazing. Oh, that's Yeah, like, especially, yeah. like, one of my, like, one of my best friends, my childhood best friends, like her mom always comes to me and is just like, I always see your post on Instagram. I see your post on Facebook. Like I see or like what you do, like especially like with Mardi Gras that just happened. Like she saw my post on Facebook and she just like loved it. And then she came to me in person. She's just like so proud about it. She's just like, I'm so happy you're like, you're happy. You seem so much more different to how you were like, you just give off like that smiling energy that you used to always and it was just like those type of stuff like because like she was able to have that conversation with her parents about it regardless if she was a part of it or not like it gave me an outlet to show my love to her and I got that back like she now comes to me and like we have the most like funniest conversations about anything she we talk about boys your friend's mom yeah that's amazing yeah. she's like one of my like very close aunties as well i'm able to like, go up to her and be like auntie like this happened she's like, Bleh. <laughs> like yeah like those type of stuff like she like just like honestly like she's like all right come over let's talk about it and like she'll see me and like she's comfortable with me yeah, yeah. And, like awesome. even like aunties and uncles like with my makeup business especially like I guess, like, that was definitely, like, a big thing for me. Like, when I came out with it professionally, especially, like, doing a client-based stuff, like, I was, like, what are the aunties going to say? Like, seeing a boy in it. But then they were just, like, what do you mean? Like, in Sri Lanka, like, that's what we had. Like, we had boys rather, like, doing tailoring, doing hair and makeup. We had boys, like, always doing that. So it's, like, you see it, but you don't address it. Yeah. Mm. You see it, it's like, oh, I have nothing to do with it, so why do I have to do like yeah. address it? Why do no, I that kind of perpetuates the taboo, right? Yeah. If yeah. you don't talk about it. Yeah. So it's like those type of situations that like I would I had when I was growing. So I'm like when I like grew my page, when like aunties like started following me as well, I was just like, should I block them? Should I not block mm. them? Like what should I do? Like when I first like made my account public I went through and blocked all my aunties. Like, I had to do it because I was scared. But now I've opened it because, like, they all want me now. So, yeah. like, like they've already booked me for weddings. They're, the, what, they're like, what do you use for this? What do you yeah. use for that? And it just shows that they're comfortable yeah, that's awesome. starting somewhere. Yeah. yeah that's and that's what you need. Like, you need, like, with older generations, like, because, like, through my makeup business, like, I've been able to, like, use that as an outlet with myself to be able to, like, have other 
conversations with these aunties. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It yeah. helps. Like yeah. With the uncles, they, they come to me and they're like, thank you so much. You made my daughter look amazing. Oh, like, I love that. Yeah. Or like, oh like those gosh. type of conversation. And then they're like, it seems like you're doing really good with this business. Push it. Like, keep going. And I'm like, that's what you need. Like, yeah. it's an outlet to start a conversation. Like, you just yeah. need, like, it's like lighting a match. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you need to light it, it and then just like, yeah. Yeah. set that fire and yeah. put it on a candle and it just keeps burning. Like, yeah. it's something that just keeps going and going. So, yeah. like, I found that, like, through, I, like, through my makeup page, I'm having these, like, conversation with aunties and uncles, yeah. especially now. And it's like this, you're not just defined by your your sexuality mm. it's like they they see you as a good makeup artist yeah. mm. who cares if you're a guy or a girl or gay or straight yeah. like it doesn't matter the right? scariest they part is what's unknown yeah. so yeah. for them to see you growing in this way exactly it breaks the ice and you know they yeah. become more open-minded Definitely. like yeah. they start having more conversations and educating themselves so yeah you know yeah. there's so much power in what you're doing because who knows if they've ever been even exposed to someone who's openly come yeah. out as gay, yeah. right? Especially yeah. older generations, like they may yeah. not come across many people. They've got like, like assumptions and, and stories. Yeah, in their head yeah. About they don't know because they've not been exposed. It's yeah. just like we have that like inbuilt culture of South Asian community and like what it is to be South Asian. That like when you're able to break it, do it. Like yeah. if you have that outlet, whether it comes through like it can be through photography, it could be through painting could be like through poems speech like whatever you do like being able to like just break it and like get some like something out of it as a result and feedback it helps like with me like i found that like for me to be able to have this conversation came through my makeup page and it's having that like outlet to talk to uncles and especially the uncles about my business side of it but with the aunties like talking about makeup products and like what's good and what's not but then coming in between and showing that like I'm still a part of, like, the South Asian community. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. like, practicing Hinduism. I'm still, like, that that boy that they've always known that's yeah. always been involved. It, like, shows them that, like, it's okay. Yeah. And then being able to have, like, conversations that slowly develop is what we need. Like, yeah. it's a slow and steady process. Yeah. Like, it needs to be something that you work over time. Yeah. Progress oh is a like progress. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're not defined by who you are. You're defined by what you do. Which is yeah, a, it's a better way of looking at it. Yeah, because yeah. like so like before, I used to be defined by like what I am, but now it's like because of what I do, it's like I'm able to have these conversations. Yeah. I'm able to like push it out there, and like a lot of people have been like keep pushing for it because like through this, like you're able to give like others like the opportunity to talk about it themselves, mm -hmm. like. I've had so many, like, South Asian boys, like, message me being, like, oh, my God, like, seeing you grow, like, it gives me the confidence. Seeing everyone, like, th like, these South Asian boys, like, just in the makeup community, it just, like, it warms my heart because I'm, like, I, because I, I've worked with people in Canada, like, who have had major big followings. So I did a Don't Rush Challenge during um, quarantine mm -hmm. with, um, limitless, um, sunkissed, and um, oh, wow. with um, yeah, with Tiabua and all of them, oh and gosh. um, I was like that last, like the last person that they passed the brush to, yeah. and no one expected it, like yeah. no one knew because it's all girls, and then at the end it's yeah. me, and like definitely like that as well as like um, Life of a Social Butterfly, Swarna, like they all kind of like exposed my account to like all these different people, and through that. Like, all these guys were like, oh, my God, like, you're doing amazing. Like, teach me. Like, like I want to see how you do it and stuff. And then 
they show me they're like this is what i can do but like it's min- like it's only a little bit and i'm like keep practicing like it shows that like you have the talent keep practicing and then like some of them are now makeup artists as well like they do it on clients they like more client-based stuff so like they want to do more clients so they have to you practice on yourself and then the like art foam develops over time so like it's like over time that's what happens like you can like develop this like it's not only just like makeup i'd say but like it's any type of like creative outlet that you have like especially with like social media and like how much it plays a part in our society in younger generations like it's an outlet that we can use to like bring so many topics to aware yeah definitely yeah so like in saying all this you're obviously just grown into this super confident person who's just you know so unapologetically yourself which is amazing and you're only 20 which is just (laughs) boggles my mind you just have so much wisdom and you've just gone through all of this and mostly you know by yourself as well your insta bio says you know and you've talked about how you're super open about you know who you are um, your Instabio says you're an LGBTQI plus representative. Do yeah. you feel that sense of responsibility? And I know you've said people have come to you and asked for advice. Do you feel a sense of responsibility to help pave that way? Definitely, because I, like, especially like after receiving messages from people being like, seeing your account, like seeing what you do on Instagram, seeing how like confident you are has definitely helped me kind of appreciate myself and learn about myself and kind of go on this self journey that I've had to do like it kind of like without like even realizing gave me like a representative kind of name so like especially like I found that like I represent like the South Asian LGBTIQ community because like through my makeup page as well as like my personal page both pages have got two different audience types like my personal page has a lot more I guess like like South Asian gay guys who want to learn about themselves rather than my makeup side has a lot more makeup artist wise like that. And I show that like through my personal account, I'm like my accounts are both kind of under construction at the moment as to what I want to do with both because I want to push it forward. I want to become like an activist for South Asian LGBTIQ community because I have a voice and like so far, like I've had nothing but love and people ask me to, keep pushing for it and like show that it's okay because like people see how much i like put time aside for myself and like how confident i am they were like put this like on your post as well and you see like a big like you will go somewhere like in the sense of like you'll be able to like inspire so many other people than what you are doing now Mm. so like in that sense that's what i want to do so like i call myself a representative because like I have pe- like pretty much like like shown a path to so many younger generations um, that like it's okay, and then they've been able to like have their own self journey now, mm. and they come to me now like the same people they all come they're like, but like I just have a question I'm like yeah what's up and then they'll like bring up some sort of topic and I'll be like we'll have a co- like a foreign conversation for an hour or so just like oh, talking so about nice it. And, like, being able to like just have that discussion, it helps me learn about it, but mm. also it helps them, like, learn about it. I had someone message me and be like, you're going to become, like, the biggest representative for South Asian culture. And I'm like, really? I was just like, okay, that's a bit extreme, <laughs> like, right now. But, like, it, like, pushes me because, like, it gives me, like, I have a voice and I yeah. want to use it. And I represent, like, our, like, South Asian culture as yeah. well because 
again, like going back to like Hinduism and like homosexuality, like I found that like I would like I haven't found anyone else who has had that same res- relationship or being able to talk about it. Yeah. And I found that in that sense, like I am probably like one of the few people that have been comfortable to talk about both. both. Yeah. yeah, Because a lot of people, they talk about one or the other. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, but this, you can put them together. But a lot of people don't because they know that's very controversial. They don't yeah. want to do it. Mm. But like, I always believe that I'm on my, like, and that's what I'm going to go off. And that's what I found that crossovers between both. Mm. So yeah. yeah. Kind of echoing what Romy was saying. Um, yeah, your story is so inspirational. And I think your attitude throughout all of it and your attitude now yeah. is just so motivating for Thank everyone, <laughs> not just in the LGBTQI plus community, but to be self-reflective and yeah. understand who you are and how you can help others around you. Definitely. I think yeah. is super dope. Um, as a way of wrapping up the episode, if you had to go back in time and speak to, you know, 14, 15, 16-year-old Gautham, yeah. what would you tell yourself? Something that I would say is definitely just like, don't take anything seriously. Just go with the flow and just know that like you will have your own spiritual journey. And whatever people say, just put it aside and just push for yourself because that's all that matters. Like this is your life. This is your story. Never like never let anyone take control of the wheel. Like people have tried to control it and like it's driven me two different ways and sometimes it's collided and like that's where like it comes to like my whole mental health and like where that's gone and stuff but something i would say is just just don't budge make sure that both hands are on the wheel and just keep going like to anyone is this is your life this is your story you never know where you can go with it but just make sure that you're on the driver's seat and you're driving it you're writing your own narrative yeah Yeah. Yeah. running your own race Yeah, yeah exactly that's awesome well, to wrap up, do you have any recommendations for our listeners? Um, I'd definitely, like, just recommend just reading books about, like, just, like, self-journeys itself. Mm. Like, it doesn't have to be a part of the LGBTIQ or, like, South Asian community. It can just be about how to grow yourself and how you can do it by just, like, seeing other people, reading about it, advice that you get from, like, even online and stuff. But, um like self-love as well really just like make sure that you're okay with yourself before letting someone else kind of give you advice because it can be heavily influenced yeah well yeah well Gotham, thank you so much for your time you You are an absolute (laughs) inspiration and so good to have on definitely thank you so much for having me guys it's an honor And that's a wrap for this episode. If you enjoyed it, please don't forget to share it and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This won't be the first and last time we discuss the LGBTQI plus topic on this podcast. There's so many stories and angles to discuss, which we'll definitely be bringing to light in future episodes. You can also catch us on Instagram at suckinbetween underscore podcast. And we will catch you on our next episode where we interview South Asian entrepreneur Thamana Rafiq on her fashion label, Thamana The Label. See you then. Bye. Bye.